the show for the curious connoisseur. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. I am Ryan, your guide to the greener side of life. Welcome to our Sunday snippets on the Cannabis Connoisseur podcast. Each Sunday, we bring you bite-sized insights from our past episodes, focusing on one specific topic for under 13 minutes. It's perfect for your quick coffee break or even a short drive. So let's dive into this week's snippet and unfold the wonders of cannabis together, shall we? Let's go. So I want to talk about what can you do during times like this to really assist with your weight management, right? Cannabis and weight management. And this, um, you know, we're getting into the holidays and uh, every time around this time of year, I should say, um, I get super jazzed about this, this, this time of year because this is just a time in my life where I've had a lot of changes in the past and a lot of positive ones. Um, it often could be a very emotional time of year for a lot of people, and that's understandable. Uh, it is for me too. Um, and a lot of it is because of this. This is, you know, th- this whole concept of weight management around this time of year is a very hard one. Uh, Halloween, Thanksgiving, um, Christmas, seasonal depression, uh, staying inside more because it's dark and cold. I mean, it, it gets tough, you know? And, and so, um, this is, you know, what we're going to talk about today is weight management and how cannabis may be able to assist with that. Because uh, this is the season when when we start wanting to look at that a little bit more. It's also when we want to take pause and just appreciate, like we have time now because we're not out and about more. We're we're inside and and you know just indoors more, I guess, right? Just <laughs> hunkering down from the cold. Um, but it's near and dear because about 10, 15 years ago. So you, if you guys have been listening to this episode. Um, you know that, that I went through about a 10-year transition, maybe, I don't know, five to 10 years, we'll say, where uh, I was about 230, 240 pounds. I was on five, six different medications. I was really unhealthy, um, my early, mid-20s. And I just started doing research on what I could do to, you know, just be healthier. And it was a long, long process. So overall, I just want to let you guys know, this is a topic that that I do have interest in. Um, I've studied this a lot just because it's, it's, my doctor told me, you know, you, you have to, I got to that point where my doctor said, Hey man, you, you gotta like, you don't want to die when you're 40. Right. <laughs> so I just, I was 25 when he told me that, you know, and, and that just really kicked me into gear. Uh, so it was actually about 14 years ago of last week when I started my first weight loss, like just, I dug in and that was on Weight Watchers. And I'll never forget. And I just I was like, I don't know what to do, but I know Weight Watchers is a thing. And so I just started there. I just, and I think that's a, the moral of the story. When you're looking to get started with weight management or weight loss, it's not waiting till Monday. It's not, you know, waiting till January or whatever. It's like just the best time to plant a tree is right now, right? It's today. And the best time to start your weight loss or your weight management routine is today, right? Um, cause you're going to wish in two weeks or January, you would have done it by now. Right. And, and there's a lot of reasons for that. Again, we'll, we'll go over those two. Everyone waits till after the holiday. I, I'm going to take this thing, you know, by the throat head on just, that's a little aggressive, but I'm going to take this thing, uh, just head on and I'm just going to go in on it. Like why wait till January to do this? Right. Let, if I can, if I can be, uh, disciplined enough to do this during the hardest point of the year, which is this time of year. If I could do this right in the thick of it, right right in Thanksgiving, then I can do this any point in the year. And I will come out stronger because of it, because I have I have um, more discipline because of that. And I'm also going to be ahead. I'm going to be ahead of all the January guys that are going to be in the gym, you know, like just 
I'm not going to go to the gym, but even if they are, I'm going to be ahead of them because I'm doing it now, all this work now, and they're going to wait two months. So, you know, guys, girls, whoever it is, we want to, uh, you know, enjoy the holiday season, but we can do that and also stay healthy at the, at the same time. So this really is a never ending challenge. And it's something that I always need a refresher on. So I love doing this podcast, this show every single year, uh, typically, and maybe even a few times a year, just as a reminder, because it helps me too. Um, it's not just for you guys. This also helps me. And, and, you know, as, as they say, the teacher learns maybe more than the students sometimes. So, um, that's why, you know, I, I just always stay a student in this stuff and I, I love doing it. So this is a never ending challenge, but you know, and it's, it is really about balance and, and, and that's why cannabis is going to fit into this because it's all about balance. The endocannabinoid system is, is all about balance. So, um, there are common ways that we can talk about weight management and weight loss, like, you know, the, the common ones like drinking vinegar and ingesting tapeworms and, you know, flesh reducing soaps, right? Oh, <laughs> I, I was doing research and I saw these things and, and I couldn't believe they actually existed, but they do. I mean, some of them I, I know of, but like, I mean, it's, it's crazy. You will, people will do these things, right? Just to try and lose weight. They won't eat, you know, for a few weeks just to, before their beach vacation. I mean, it's why not just maintain a healthy weight the entire year. So you never have to go through the stress of just stopping eating cake for like three months, you know, just before your trip or something like, no, I want to keep eating that stuff. I'll just eat it in moderation. Right. And that's where, again, cannabis can help. So, um, with that, you know, since I've started to talk about cannabis as we typically do on the show, I guess, uh, studies show a lower BMI for cannabis users overall. Um, it's interesting because munchies will cause you to eat more calories. However, you know, study after study has been shown that cannabis users actually have lower BMIs, which I think is really interesting because we, we often are thinking the opposite. And there's a few of these like this that I'll talk about. It, so adult use has actually been linked to lower obesity rates, uh, which, which is, again, very interesting. And so scientists are, are looking for this link between, um, you know, cannabis and, and the health factors and risks, you know, that may be causing some of this weight loss or weight maintenance, I should say, um, or gain, whatever is happening. And so there's a few studies. Uh, there's a, and I'll link all these studies as we usually do in the notes. Um, I should say Isla will do that. Thank you, Isla. Uh, there's a 2018 review um, that analyzed a grouping of 17 different studies. And that, that, that grouping of, that study of groupings of studies, I should say, found that on average, cannabis users had a BMI that was consistently less than the healthy weight range, that was within the healthy weight range opposed to non-users. So a grouping of 17 different studies found that cannabis users on average had a BMI that was lower than non-cannabis users, which is so not what we're expecting, right? But I think if you took that maybe in 20, like 2005, or you took that study in, in, maybe at a different time, it's possible that because there isn't CBD in the mix, at that time, um, that maybe that is a little less and maybe there's a little more bias in, in sample studies. But now in 2018, we're, we're starting to see with, with positive cannabis use that there is a positive correlation between that and, and B, your BMI possibly. So I thought that was really interesting. Um, and there's also, uh, there was a 2016 Australian study that found that 53% of non-cannabis users were obese, 30 6% of occasional users of cannabis were obese and only 28% of frequent users of cannabis were obese. So that was really interesting. Um, and that was the 2016 study. So I think it's an interesting turnout to say the least. 
Um, I guess we really want to know, you know, like, why does this happen? So like, how does this happen? And is it really a thing, right? Um, because on average, what we're finding, what these studies are showing, again, I'll, I'll link some of this where I'm, I'm getting it, is that ca- uh, cannabis users will consume about 800 more calories a day than non-users. But why do they have lower BMIs, right? I mean, that, it's just an interesting concept because it totally like just rocks your socks in regards to like what conventional wisdom would say about cannabis and weight management, right? If you eat more, if you smoke more, or use more cannabis, you're going to, you're going to eat more calories and then you're going to gain more weight. Sometimes that, that is true. I mean, I, I guess if that number, you know, 800 more is the average, but if that number is 2000 or like 3000, I mean, I can't imagine that that's going to be helpful. It won't be. So there, you know, there's, there's a limit to everything, but it, you know, it's just a very interesting fact. Um, and that there's another 20 or the same 2018 study actually showed that cannabis uh, may reduce energy storage and accelerate metabolism, which is why this can happen. And this is something we've talked about too on some prior episodes we've done here. Um, they found that your CB1 receptors may stop working properly with an unbalanced diet, which makes a lot of sense because if you're eating too many of the omega-6 fatty acids opposed to omega-3s, which are the healthy ones, um, you know, that's going to affect your endocannabinoid system and your endocannabinoid system plays a really important role in regulating appetite, your metabolism, storing energy, all of those different aspects. And so, you know, if you just think about that, like I, I, I'm on a kick right now, right? Cause I'm, uh, one of my things we talked about just earlier in the show is, um, you know, possibly branching out. I, I want to focus more on my possibly do something, uh, where I'm going to be showing you guys, about how I'm focusing more on my health to be as healthy as I've ever been. So I'm getting more into that. Like I said already, this time of year is kind of what I typically do. I get more in that healthier mindset because I start seeing myself go the other way. Um, Just by eating more vegetables, like for the past two days, I have felt an enormous, like lighter lift in everything that I'm doing, right? Everything just feels like better, right? And I I feel more energy. I I, I just feel more calm. Um, So like just eating really like will prime your endocannabinoid system. So your CB1 receptors are working better.
Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Are you looking for the next great cannabis business to invest in? Then you need to check out the MJ Bulls podcast. Hi, I'm Dan Humston. Join me each week as I speak to both cannabis entrepreneurs who are raising capital and cannabis investors who are investing capital. Our 10-minute episodes are perfect for the busy investor. Start listening to the MJ Bulls podcast today, wherever you listen to podcasts, and who knows, maybe you'll discover the next cannabis unicorn. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Joyce Gerber, the creator and host of the award-winning podcast, The Canna Mom Show. And we are on a mission to enhance the impact women have on this industry as business professionals, healthcare providers, policy advocates, caregivers, moms, by sharing and preserving their stories of love and kindness, wisdom, and hope. I am so grateful to have found my tribe of Canna podcasters right here on PodConX. And look forward to our work of crushing the stigma around cannabis and caregivers and building this new industry together.